Welcome back to another episode of Inside Access Control, sponsored by SIA. Very excited today and honored to have Mark Duato join me. Uh, he's the Executive Vice President for ASA Abloy. So, Mark, thank you very much for taking the time to do this. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you, Lee. It's, uh, it's a real pleasure uh, and an honor to be invited in. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So, if you would, uh, before we jump into uh, what I know is going to be a great conversation, uh, do you mind just give a little bit of background of yourself and the company and what part you cover? Sure, absolutely. Um, so, I've been in the security industry for 35 years. Uh, uh, it's amazing where the time goes. Uh, and I'm sure those of us that are participating in this meeting today uh, that have been around for a long time uh, would agree that uh, the evolution and the progression we've seen in the security industry is nothing short of amazing through that time frame. And I, I, uh, I came to Asa Abloy about 10 years ago, uh, primarily to lead a business development team specifically around our electronic innovations, um, you know, starting with end user education and demand generation in the trenches with some of our innovative products integrated locks, wireless solutions, really the full continuum of electronic portfolio that we have. Uh, since that time, my roles evolved a bit. Uh, my current role within ASA Abloy is really focused in on uh, the aftermarket business development channels. So we in our organization have a lot of resources that are focused specifically in on product and solutions education. Um, uh, the, the teams that I'm responsible for are more channel development teams. We cross virtually all of the brands that are in the ASA Abloy portfolio. My team is not directly responsible for the HID portfolio. That's managed uh, separately through the HID team. But we work very closely with uh, the partner community out there. We work very closely with the OEM access control platform partners the systems integrators, the security professionals, locksmiths, security dealers, and the channels that are providing uh, our products and services to them. So that's essentially an aftermarket focus, uh, but an important uh, element of what we do every day. Yeah, absolutely. And I got to believe through uh, what's going on right now where uh, with COVID and the response to it, the aftermarket, uh, we, our industry spends a lot of time on new construction, but the aftermarket of getting these places up to speed to where they can be so people can get back to work and get back to play uh, is going to be even more, I believe. Well, I think the aftermarket has done a phenomenal job as essential service providers through you know, the uh, economic, healthcare, and social challenges and crises that we've been all dealing with right now. Um, so that's been critically important. In the same breath, uh, our business as Asa Abloy is so heavily uh, centric around the way that we get our products into buildings and into the through the construction and large retrofit space that it creates a lot of opportunity for aftermarket service providers to support those brands and and also to uh work closely with us to uh find opportunities to you know bring more solutions to end customers so it's uh We've seen the construction side of our business modify and change uh, and evolve just here in the last 90 to 120 days. Uh, the aftermarket is critically important. So. 
Yes. And let's, uh, if we could talk a little bit about that, uh, you talked about essential, you talked about the dealers in the aftermarket side. So one of the trends that we've been talking about here and have watched was, uh, you know, the integrators had an interesting relationship with the, with the industry itself. And uh, once everything shut down and we got back to people actually being able to go out to the marketplace, it really highlighted the essential side, these dealers. That's where they were, you know, designated that and talked about that. And I, I believe it's something that's going to stay and stick. Now what that looks like, who knows, but I, I think highlighting the fact that these integrators and dealers that we've all uh, have been working with is essential. It's going to say, so how, what yeah. do you see, uh, in the integrator side, the essential, what are your thoughts around that and how do you all approach them and, and support them? That's a great question, Lee. Um, and I appreciate you asking it. Um, I think first and foremost, there's going to be a lot of pressure on the integration channel, uh, as well as the security professional slash locksmith channels to, uh, provide expanded, services and solutions to customers as the the needs of the end user are uh, changing. Um, for instance, um, you know, when you think about uh, low power automatic openings and the importance of being able to integrate those things into electronic access control and even, even frankly, uh, you know, mechanical elements of that, uh, the end user community is now looking at the importance of having contactless, touchless solutions, uh, frictionless access, if you want to call it that. But all those things are um, at the forefront of how enterprises are thinking about uh, their own businesses. And, and so they're asking our partner community, what can you do to help us here? Uh, our job is to build all of the different components and products and package them up in a way that helps the partner community, whether it's the wholesalers delivering those products to the integrators and security professionals, or whether it's the security professionals and integrators being able to uh, package up and deliver those solutions and service and support them for the end user community. So, uh, you know, we think of it in a layered approach. We have to essentially accommodate all of those things, but the essential service providers and systems providers will be asked to do more. They'll ask to have more education around the opening um, and how the integrators and, and you know, aftermarket service providers uh, choose to do that is where the opportunities are. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, because with every opportunity, there's responsibility that comes yeah. along with it as well. And I, I have to believe uh, it's going to get a little tough for them because uh, the execution mode of right now of having to get stuff done, if you would, it, it makes it, I think, hard sometimes to, to do some of the fundamental training and education. And, um, you know, it's, it's like, uh, you know, I'm busy with work, so I don't go to the gym. Um, yeah. Although I know I know that it's good to go to the gym. Uh, so with that, what are your thoughts on what are some practical things that they may be able to do or what resources do you offer that could help them with that? That's a great question, too. And I have to tell you, the demand for education over the last 90 to 120 days has been exponential. So I think the channel communities have responded incredibly quickly. 
uh, to um, getting more educated around these types of solutions uh, for their customers. And I'm incredibly proud of, of the work that Asa Abloy has done, uh, both the operating companies and, and the specific brands uh, for both mechanical and electromechanical solutions uh, in bringing content uh, to the marketplace to educate our partners and end users on uh, the options and the value uh, of these uh, types of solutions. Um, Asa Abloy Academy has the demand for the, uh, the education uh, has been through the roof uh, in a really good way. Uh, and we also have a lot of virtual instructor led training programs or what we're calling built training programs available for our customers. So, uh, you know, in terms of the education, uh, at least with respect to Asa Abloy, there, there's really no reason why you can't get really up to speed on the different components that are available to deliver a solution. Yeah, it's just about more of a case of finding the time and making it a priority on that end to go do it, yeah. which, again, like you said, um, the, the demand of, uh, we were joking earlier before we got on, uh, this idea that the, the industry needs to move out of the security basement or the security closet now um, because of the, the level of uh, awareness. I'm a firm believer as we go more mainstream, uh, it's going to create a different conversation than we've had uh, and, and, and it's going to be well beyond just the security side of what we do on that end. So yeah. as, as you think about that, uh, and we've talked a little bit about it, I guess, what, what is that different look like in, in some cases? Is it someone that yeah. understands logical access? Is it, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, there's yeah. probably a lot of things. What do you think it is? Well, first and foremost, I, I, I think we've all experienced that trend uh, towards a lot of uh, different key influencers now in a business enterprise, regardless of what the vertical segment is. Uh, for instance, you know, higher ed has for a long time generally had committees of people influencing decisions on what they want to do for security. That includes IT, it includes facilities, it includes security people, and everything in between. Um, and uh, as we all know, the, the, uh, the IT segment has been uh, incredibly important as well, because even when you think about things like uh, identities and, and credential management and mobility, um, those are decisions that are often driven uh, by the, uh, the IT side of the house. So um, where I think the extra layer of opportunity is going to emerge, and, and if we talk about the integrators and security professionals out there, um, you know, if you're doing electronic access control today and, uh, you know, let's say you're doing uh, a 30 or 40 door access control system, which is, you know, what our partners do every single day, right? Um, if, if 10 or 20% of those openings now uh, need to be automated and the partner community can deliver uh, an extra $1,500 to $2,000 worth of services per opening on the front end, uh, why would they leave that to another segment to do, 
uh, why wouldn't they want to bundle that in and have a good discussion with the partners about how to accomplish their objectives? So I think that um, there's going to, that's where I referenced more demand on the partner community for understanding these, these types of contactless options um, and implementing them uh, because the real revenue and service opportunities on the backside. And uh, if you're not prepared to, to do that work, someone else is gonna do it. If, if you're not prepared to have the discussion with your customer, someone else is gonna have that discussion. And that's a really big partly of what we're trying to do is educate our partners on those discussions. Yeah, absolutely. I, I believe there's a value arbitrage that is moving when now that you've had the safety conversation with control, I mean, the safety with convenience, and then now you have the health side. And um, yeah. I mean, I'm seeing just from the people that reach out to me that want to have discussions on people like from not even anywhere near our industry before are now all of a sudden uh, getting involved. And it's being driven a lot of cases by, let's say, in the corporate side, the, the front office uh, now needs a digital display to do, you know, temperature rate readings and sure. information sharing and the rest of it. Now it's brought people in access control becoming a feature of that. So a hundred percent, I do think it's going to change now there, there will always need to be the need of the specialist, I believe. So yeah. that will, that will be there, but I don't know if like you're saying, I don't believe that the specialist is going to be the norm where it is currently now. So a lot of exciting yeah. times ahead. Um, uh, lots to do on that side. Um, yeah. Now, and I think I, I you know, Business enterprises, when you really strip it all away, it's, it's about the user experience at the opening. And, and I think often we, uh, as Asa Abloy and, and our channel partners, when we think about our customer, we think about the people who are buying products from us, right? Um, the, ultimately, the end user experience is becoming more and more important and I think we, as a manufacturer of all of these different systems and components that go into solutions, have to think about what does that contribute to and how does that contribute to the end user experience. And um, in that sense, the channels tend to take care of themselves if the end user knows the value of what the solution is. And, and that's what's fast of all because so much of this infrastructure, the way it's been done for so long, is, is being stripped out uh, for new innovative ways of that end user experience at the opening. And uh, the, the partner community has to be prepared for it. Yeah, I, I can't, I mean, if I could go through the screen and hug, yeah, I 100% agree. I think the new stakeholder, like you said, our industry really stopped at the reader and the card, and and you all had a big part in that, um, where that was the experience, right? So it, it sort of neutralized it, and we focused on the admin and the integrator. And you have that new stakeholder now that is the end user, and they, they're expecting, which is interesting to me, is I do believe that the consumerization experience that they see elsewhere is going to influence the the commercial side and and this idea that we're going to be able to just stay back and say leave us alone this is about safety and keeping bad people out they're going to say yeah you can keep bad people out and still let me get in my office with my phone like that's going to happen <laughs> the, well yeah. i agree with you and really for the first time ever uh for those of us that have been around for a while for the first time ever um, the consumer experience 
is driving commercial applications and enterprise applications. So, you know, a big part of our business uh, with our Yale residential platforms is, is all about, you know, intelligent openings at the home and using mobile solutions uh, to make that experience simple. And that experience is what's driving the need for the end user. They wanna be able to do it in the office the same way they do it at home. We haven't seen that really before. It, it, it's normally gone the other way uh, for many years. So um, the world is still wide open for us to continue to develop and, and deliver these solutions uh, into the marketplace because mar end user needs are changing quickly for sure. 100% couldn't agree more. I think that's a good point for us to to, to stop on this discussion because I could talk all day with you on it. But uh, <laughs> I, I really appreciate if, if people want to find out more information and, and get more education, where's the best place for them to go? Well, I, I think uh, from a website standpoint, if you go to uh, www.intelligentopenings with an S, one word, dot com, that'll give you a snapshot of a lot of the innovative products we're doing for electronic access control, whether it's wireless and integrated locks, and we have a couple of families that we do that with, or whether it's things like intelligent keys uh, and also other integrated electrified products. So intelligentopenings.com is a great place to start. In terms of your local support, I mean, Asobly uh, means a lot of things to a lot of different people. Um, our door security solutions, business is essentially the sales and marketing arm for the majority of our brands in the U.S. and Canada. And we have regional people that specialize in electronics, both on the technical side and on the business development side. So what I would say is ask us to uh, reach out to myself or uh, any one of our door security solutions members to connect you to your integration solution specialist and some of our other uh, aftermarket channel partners to help streamline this whole process. And uh, you, you can go to uh, Door Security Solutions um, under the ASA Abloy website and you'll be able to get to those people pretty quickly, so. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Mark. I appreciate you taking the time to share a little bit of the insight and you, the thoughts that you're out in the marketplace. You're one of the thought leaders in the industry. So thanks for taking the time to uh, share that with us. Thank you. Yeah, and thanks, Lee. And, and thank you also to everyone who's participating here for everything that you're doing out there to uh, help people live and, and, and do business in as safe a secure environment as they can. Uh, we appreciate the, everything the channel's doing, and we want to continue to be uh, a world-class provider for each of you in what you're doing. So, uh, we're here to help. And uh, Lee, I can't thank you enough for what you're doing for the industry and giving everybody a nice forum uh, to have these types of discussions. So thank you. Well, I'm honored to have the, the opportunity to do so. So thank you very much. All right. You're very welcome. Thank Take you, care. sir. You too. Thank you. Bye -bye.